Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Kanich Yeehaw podcast. I'm Jared. And I'm Natalie. And today we're going to be talking about anime figures. So, typically anime figure. Well, Natalie, do you own any anime figures? Um, well, no. I I own one that's anime-ish, but it's not like from an anime. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a My Little Pony figure, but it's like a humanoid version, and it looks yeah. like an anime character. Yeah, it's the Baishoujo um, Pinkie Pie. Baishoujo Pinkie Pie. Yeah. I, on the other hand, <laughs> have <laughs> a number of anime figures. It's nothing to the level of, like, a problem yet. It's only, like, ten. Ten. Yeah. Wait, let me count them real quick. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that's ten. Okay. Unless you, unless uh, you. No, that doesn't include. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I have, I have a few. He I have a, a couple. Few. He has a few. <laughs> but that does bring us into what exactly defines an anime figure, because there are a lot of different. I, when I was looking this over, I kind of categorized into four different figures. So first you have the statue figures. So those are going to be the stereotypical figures that are motionless. They're just a plain statue. That's typically what um, most figures you're going to find are going to be. Um, They kind of range, they can range from being very affordable to very not affordable. Mm -hmm. There are some very large, I think it was... A Final Fantasy um, 14, I think, um, statue just went up for pre-order. Or is the pre-order is about to go up? Fourteen thousand dollars. Yes, it's very, it's very much a pricey business. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Most of mine aren't super expensive though. I've tried mm-hmm. to I've tried to keep it pretty pretty down. Um, but then on next uh, next after that would be Figmas. So Figma, it's so Figma and Nindroid, those are two more pricey figures, and they're both owned. Um, they're both sold by the Good Smile Company, which is a very well-known company when it comes to anime figures. So what Figma are, what sets them apart, is that they're poseable. So they're fully articulated. They're very, they're very high quality. I'm gonna say maybe on average between 60 and a hundred dollars like they're not they're not very cheap Mm -hmm. they're very high quality and you get a lot of things with them so for example with like typical statue figures you have one face you have one look that's exactly what it is Mm -hmm. but with figma a lot of the times you get different faces you get accessories just different things that you can play with it and like i said the big thing about those that they're fully articulated so you can put them in a bunch of different poses yeah now nindroid are very similar but the main difference is that while typically statue figures and uh, figmas are to scale so they're exactly the same as the characters nindroids are actually chibi versions so mm-hmm. if you don't know what chibi is chibi is a cartoon eye or a cute version it has of a character so they have big heads 
They're going to have small bodies, small limbs. Sometimes the hands aren't fully drawn. You know, they're mm-hmm. just nubs. Yeah. And that's what nindroids, like, that's what nindroids look like. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very popular. They're kind of like an upgraded pop figure. Yeah. <laughs> so pop figures are, you know, one look, you know, basically statues, just like um, the standard anime figure. But with nindroids... They're still high quality, but you also get, like, just like the Figmas, you get different faces, you get accessories, different things to go with it. Mm-hmm. And then, lastly, we have model kits. So, model kits are very interesting when it comes to figures because they also can range from the um, very cheap to very very expensive Mm -hmm. so with i'm i don't know what it is how it is for other model kits but for the gundam model kit so before i go on model kits what makes them so different is that you have to put it completely together so they comes with this pvc sheet and there are different parts that are numbered and so you have to cut them and like cut them out with like ply or wire cutters and then put them together and that's what makes them so different and customizable as well so Mm -hmm. there's actually a big whole group uh well yeah group there's a a large group of people that do custom model kits so Mm -hmm. they'll paint them differently they'll interchange parts to make that really their own and Mm -hmm. a one-of-a-kind thing and with um so with Gundam, they, the model kits actually have a grading system. So you have master grade, you have high grade, you have perfect grade, all of these different things. And that explains like, okay, so this is a master grade. So it's going to be kind of medium on the difficulty level, you know, or high grade. High grade mm-hmm. is going to be like your this is my first um model kit the pieces aren't super detailed like you're not gonna like typically for like a chest piece you're gonna have like two pieces maybe Mm -hmm. a front and a back that go together Mm -hmm. with some things in the middle but with like a master grade it might be okay so now you have individual pieces for these little details that go together so there are a lot of different things that play into it also you know the higher the grade more expensive it's going to be because you know there are more parts different things like that yeah and i think it's i think collecting is something that's really interesting Mm -hmm. i mean i i guess i'd say i i consider myself a collector is there anything that you collect um i do collect or i mean i guess i don't really like so much add to this collection anymore but i did collect um the my my, my little pony uh, minifigures mm. they were like blind box toys they're like tiny um so it's nothing hard to collect i guess is what i mean <laughs> yeah. it's not something that i it's not pricey it's not pricey at all um it is it is a gotcha though so mm-hmm. um in that way i do think that my collection isn't quite complete because i just haven't found certain ones right <laughs> um but that's really the only thing that i think that i 
can say that I collect, mm-hmm. really. So, I'm not, he- I'm personally not, or, yeah, I'm not very huge into the figure uh, scene, the anime figure scene. Like, it's not really something that I look forward to whenever I go to conventions, personally. I usually go for more for um, art prints. Right. And definitely a lot more because of it, because of the price difference, art prints tend to be cheaper. But also, I don't know what I would do with them. I don't know where I'd put them personally. Okay, so. no, I totally get that. We have, we have specific spots for where my figures go. And I do have a couple doubles. So I like, with the exception of one, I only have figures from the Monogatari series. And mm-hmm. so whenever I go to uh, conventions, I look for very specific figures. Mm-hmm. Now I know that there are people that aren't like that they're they'll go to a convention and just, just be see like there yeah they just see it and then they're like want it i want this mm-hmm. here's my money mm-hmm. and that is so wild to me <laughs> because for me i have to like really like a character like you know this character has to go above and beyond you know for me to want to have like a figure of it yeah you know something like physical in my home mm-hmm like I to show off that you really like this character yeah yeah exactly exactly (laughs) right well so you have a you have a number of I mean Godzilla stuff too that is true yeah Yeah. I do have some Godzilla stuff (laughs) yes and I know that you're also looking yes so okay still on the lookout for the Godzilla stuff (laughs) there was there was a vendor at San Japan Mm -hmm. or maybe it was IkiCon I think it was San Japan Mm -hmm. and these are Texas-based conventions, yes, by the way. So, um, no, it was IkiCon. Mm-hmm. So there was he was an old man, very little English, and he was just selling. A majority of what he sold were like old, like Japanese, like like kimonos and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Japanese culture things. Yeah. And then also like old Godzilla toys. Mm-hmm. And it's a very specific one. <laughs> it's like 2007. It's like they they did a release of Godzilla uh, PVC toys um, that came out. I think it was like 2007, 2008, something like that. And those ones, they're like really high quality mm-hmm. and they're really nice. And so out of a whim, I just kind of grabbed one. And I was like, this one looks cool. It was before I really got super into Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And so I just grabbed one. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen him since. <laughs> and I, I'm i just like... I, I even went to the like... Um, the website roster? Yes. I yeah. went to the roster of, of vendors uh-huh. to try to find him. Yeah. And I think it's just like a part of a big company. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I, so I've never seen him again. I wish I could so I could buy a lot more from him <laughs> because there are quite a few that I want. Yeah. But I mean, and there are a couple that I can find on Amazon, but they're a bit expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I would say that, like, I I know that some fans do purchase figures on, either on Amazon, or I'm talking anime specifically, so, like, yeah. anime figures on Amazon. There's a very, like, 
I haven't looked super into the um, anime figure, like, scene on Amazon. I don't really know what's there. I know, but basically what I'm saying is I don't know what the quality is. I'm sure that there's a bunch. I don't know what the quality is. So, right? the, so. the biggest thing about Amazon mm-hmm. is that there are, a lot of, there are a lot of figures that you'll see at conventions, but they don't have Prime. And so they'll mm-hmm. be more expensive than if you just waited to go to a convention. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get at is that for anime fans, um, a lot of us do wait for conventions to buy anime merch yeah. like just in general like anime merch whether it be pins keychains art right like we usually wait and buy from a convention because it's going to be um first of all like a, hot, a higher volume more yeah. more options there's going to be more options all in one place where there usually isn't i mean hot topic can only go so far <laughs> you know we, they only cover about four anime right. <laughs> so um if you are you know watching something that isn't in like more mainstream western culture you you wait for an anime convention or you wait for an, an artist convention because we're, we're going to an artist convention soon yeah um to to um acquire more pieces for your collection and i think that that's um like compared to um like collecting non-anime things is pretty unique i don't really know how other people collect if that makes sense like like are there like convent i mean i imagine anything that has a convention probably has vendors yeah but so when it comes to like maybe like special edition things Mm -hmm. and like things like that then i imagine that's how it is so basically when i think of collecting in a western sense i first go to star wars i always first go to star wars because that's just the thing huge market yeah star wars so i imagine the like really like exclusive collectibles are probably that's probably where they go to like vendors and things like that to try to find but like everyday stuff you can go to walmart yeah or like online i feel like a lot of stuff like gets sold online like not through amazon but like through through ebay through through the the company itself like i don't know if lucas films or i guess now disney like sells official things you know and like that's how people are gonna buy it is is online right i mean they're gonna wait forever for it but (laughs) 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 but yeah no that i think that's a super good point because like i mean i've i've tried looking up company the company that sells my figures because all of the figures i have for the monogatari series Mm -hmm. i think except for two of them are all from the same company Mm -hmm. and so i've tried looking up the company but it's just not really a thing yeah it's easier to just wait for a vendor like at a convention do you do you know how vendors get them do you just happen to know? I have no idea. Yeah. I've oh, that's something that I've always wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if anybody knows, anybody out there knows how how um How do vendors get their merch? That's figures what we want to know. Figures in particular. Figures specifically. Because they, they also have huge they have a huge amounts of them. Yeah. Like I mean, you got to imagine a convention is 3 3 to 4 days, three right? To 4 days typically. Yeah. yeah, and they have to have multiples of everything. They have to have a, a good amount of variety right because there there's like one vendor specifically i'm pretty sure that like he always just has like it's like i swear it's like 
three standard size tables that go <laughs> straight across. Yeah. He had I. I swear he has like two booth sets, mm-hmm. like two slots. Yeah. And it's just packed with them. And yeah. I'm just like, how? I'm sure that it also has something to do with just being in um, collaboration with that company or yeah. with multiple companies. Um, you know, I mean, bring it to America. I mean, if maybe he's investing in it, you know, like he invests his own money and then he, return, he gets it back. Right. Who knows? But um, yeah, I would say main way that people that anime fans get figures is is through conventions and Mm -hmm. i mean all types of figures too not just the statues um i think like whenever i think of it i think mostly statues but i know that they definitely sell all sorts of others like the model kits and the oh yeah definitely and the other types too and that they are um plushes oh yeah plushes is a really big market we didn't really think about plushes yeah i I guess (laughs) yeah plushes are a pretty big market but it's it depends on what you're going for because I'll, mm-hmm. I, actually at a lot of conventions most plushes that i see aren't exactly anime focused yeah but they're, they're like, like they're like just kawaii yeah. aesthetic focused right yeah um so i guess um i was kind of just wondering um we can talk about how um collecting kind of like compares to other like fan practices because it is a fan practice that um is literally just based in consumerism it's literally it's literally just based in spending money like yeah i think it's (laughs) it's unique in that aspect Mm -hmm. because with collecting unless you have like an absolutely massive collection that you've spent thousands of dollars on and then you document that collection Mm mm-hmm you're really the only person that's going to see it. Yes. Yes, that's an, that's an interesting point, like being the only one who sees it. Because whenever you think of other fan practices, like fan art, fan fiction, or video. Cosplay. Cosplay, even. I mean, the idea is that you will showcase that in some way. Yeah. But whenever you're collecting, it really is for yourself, and it really does take a lot of your money. <laughs> um, not necessarily time, but a lot of your money. Oh, yeah. Um... And I think that that's interesting, I guess. Just that, like, the idea of, um, like, I'm sure companies love this, but, like, (laughs) the idea that, like, you can just consume a product to prove your fan identity, like, you can just buy their stuff. And, like, there's, like, this idea, right, in, in, in collecting that the more of it you have, the bigger the fan you are, like... The more you know about it or something like that and that's why like corporations love people who collect because they're just spending money right <laughs> they're just spending money they're not changing it in the way that like fan fiction or fan art can change the original uh, source material um it's way safer for companies too and safer. for the and for the fans because yeah. like with like fan art fan fiction things like that if it gets to a certain level you have to worry about like copyright mm-hmm. and things like that mm-hmm. um but with collecting it's literally just company puts this out i buy and this grab it because you love it so much yeah there's yeah. there's no creation there's mm-hmm. no like creativity in it mm-hmm. it is solely like capital yeah and 
Yeah. I just think that's neat. Or <laughs> interesting, I guess I should say. I'll, obviously, I don't have a huge collection of anything, so I have not spent a lot of my monies on things. Right. I, <laughs> I as you know from the... Um, from our top 10 list go back and watch that oh, okay <laughs> um i am a very big fan of the monogatari series mm-hmm. so i collect things like monogatari series things mm-hmm. um so i have almost all of the novels which is so like 12 16 16 okay. it's 16 books then you know i own 10 different figures Mm -hmm. for the Monogatari series like it is something that I enjoy collecting Mm -hmm. and I so I really don't make like fan art or like fan fiction or anything Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and so it is it is weird thinking about it in like that way of this is just a like I am buying this for For my enjoyment alone Mm mm-hmm and no one else is super i mean you see it yeah you have to deal with it (laughs) but i mean no one other than like people that come over no one's really gonna Mm -hmm. see it no one cares about it yeah i don't gain anything from it yeah except for well (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's the other part of it is that um just a little segue is how anime figure collection like um the bias i i guess against it i mean there is like some there is some bias against it like the person who collects the anime figures who spends a lot of money on anime figures how that compares to the person who spends a lot of money on star wars stuff because i mean like for example i'm we're using star wars as an example um i mean you could easily just say like marvel dc like any like western media property that that's been around for a while um like usually that is seen as more impressive i would say that's usually like documented more in a positive light in tv and but i will say it is it is still i'd say it's still seen as pretty negative um and the reason for that is because with a lot of western things like star wars Mm -hmm. um a lot of people say in their 40s or so, mm-hmm. um, or not even that, I'd say like people that are not fans, mm-hmm. um, they see this as a, oh, you're collecting toys mm-hmm. or like, oh, these are, why are you wasting your money on these things? You know, yeah. that have no like practical use to them. Mm-hmm. Things they're like just, that. They're just kind of cool. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's, there is two different views though of mm-hmm. like there is a difference between a Western collector and an anime collector, mm-hmm. and that comes down to, um, so. Star Wars collectors seen as more childish because it's like Star Wars that's for kids and things like that. Now, anime collectors they're kind of seen more as creeps Mm -hmm. and one of the reasons for that is because anime figures are so sexualized Mm -hmm. that is that is probably one of the biggest differences between like 
Western and anime mm-hmm. is that anime anime figures are so sexualized. Yes, and that's like all anime figures because we talked about it a little bit off like outside the podcast when we were brainstorming, but it's not that Western figures aren't sexual, like can't be sexualized because then you think of I was like, well, what about Harley Quinn? Like Harley all Quinn, of yeah. all of her figures, Slave super- Leia. Yeah, Slave Leia. Like that's all super sexualized. Like that's you know that, but there's something in the way that anime is drawn. Like if you think of a one to one like ratio model of an anime character to like leia i mean like the ratios are going to be different and that means that it's going to look more sexual because the legs are going to be longer the right. the, the poses is going to be long slender legs yeah, be, with the pose is going to be more extreme the you know i mean stuff like that the eyes are bigger the hair is longer and flowy like you know all the stuff that comes with the um exaggeration that is in anime right. or in any animation um and even with like non-sexual like a majority of my figures no literally all of my figures are Mm non-sexual like i don't have any big busty characters or anything like that but a majority of them also the the like people that made the figures made sure to put details in the underwear (laughs) you can see the upskirt (laughs) yeah and so like these non-sexual characters have become sexual mm-hmm. because they, you know, made a point to like make the underwear with stripes or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. You know? And I mean, there are even there are even figures that like their whole thing is just that it's sexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, um, Supersonico. Yeah, I brought up Supersonico. Supersonico <laughs> is everywhere especially in the figure in the scene. figure scene yeah. yeah um so you you may not know supersonico as a, a collector yeah. that's not a problem because i don't even know what supersonico does i don't either <laughs> but you know what i could but i know if, what she looks if like someone, if someone showed me a picture i'd be like yeah that's supersonico that's supersonico yeah but for some reason it's like this is something that's an anime figure that I don't even know if it has an anime. I don't know if she's a Vocaloid. <laughs> what the, what I don't the know. content is with this character. But it's all about the ownership. And I think that that's um, another thing that kind of like bleeds into the like otaku realm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watched our um, Otaku versus Weeb uh, podcast on YouTube, you'll probably, you maybe remember I put um, an image of the otaku from Perfect Blue of him having his hand out. And in the scene, that is him pretending that Mima is a doll, pretending that Mima is his figure. So, like, it's the idea of, like, something that you can hold to me, you can have something that's yours. Um, and I think Supersonic, like, characters like that, characters that almost exist outside of their, or, like, it, it becomes that they exist outside of their property, and now it's, they're in your home, and they belong to you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, same. I'd say say the same with like Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, doesn't even have an anime, but that <laughs> is gone. She is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she is the most popular anime icon. Yeah, um, she has a million figures <laughs> and a people, million different outfits. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things that I think is really interesting with like with 
um, figures that are like not super like specific as to what they're from uh, is that they can sell even more mm-hmm. like um, like Hatsune Miku, Super Sonico. These are characters that you're you don't buy them because of like the anime is so good. I just need the character. You buy them because they're visually appealing. Mm-hmm. And so because they have all of these different outfits and all of these different poses and you can buy all of these different figures. Mm-hmm. Like Hatsune Miku is the corporation's like best friend. Yeah. Because they don't even have to make media For to sell. Hatsune Miku, yeah. They just have to make the figures. There's, I think it's, I think it's, GX, it's Grand Prix, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally like NASCAR racing. Mm-hmm. And there's a figure for Hatsune Miku every single year. <laughs> and they sell out immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, so the last two things that we kind of wanted to talk about, one of them was just pop figures in general. Oh, yeah. Because I think that pop figures, you know, we've, they're everywhere. They're at, they're both at conventions and at the Hot Topic and at the Walmart and at the Target. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah. They're very normalized. And they're very normalized as a collectible item, which I think is interesting. Like, they're not, like, they're toy-ish. Yeah. But it's pretty under, like, oh, actually, I have a pop figure. I forgot I have, have a pop, a pop figure. figure. I do have a pop figure. Okay. Um, I have one, too. It's just not here. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you have your Godzilla pop. Isn't that suddenly a pop? Oh, yeah, that is a pop. Okay. Oh, yeah. anyway, <laughs> anyway, pop figures. <laughs> that They're very mainstream in the West. and it's But it's a mainstream thing that's, like, under... The general understanding is that it is a collector's item. Like, you want the pop figure, like, to collect to to collect them like right. you want the maybe all the pop figures from your favorite TV show or like from whatever superhero thing or anything whatever video game I mean there's pop there's pop figure everything oh yeah you know and they're they're accessible here and and they're super cheap and they're cheap and I just think it's an interesting um, like move to have like such a a big like figure name like yeah a big like kind of like a household figure name you know for like if someone is a fan of something just get them a pop figure for it like oh yeah you know and it's like not and they're small they don't take up too much room unless you get a billion of them which some people do you know Adam, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i just think that that's like a, a kind of an interesting development whenever you think of like the history of collecting yeah, because yeah. It, it's always been seen as this, like, weird, nerdy thing. But now it's so normal with pop figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what one thing that you said is, one thing that I want to close on, yeah. is that, are these toys? Mm-hmm. Like, pop figures, maybe? Not maybe. really. A lot I of mean, people keep them in the box now. I mean, like, yeah. that's not a toy. That's a figure. Right. <laughs> you and know? then, like, the statue figures, they're also... You can't really do much with them. Yeah, other than look at um, them. But what really... I think is really the in-between are model kits mm-hmm. and figmas. 
Because for all intents and purposes, a Figma is just an action figure. Yeah, like just a really expensive action yeah, figure. <laughs> like it's it has fully movable parts. Mm. You know, it's literally just a character. It a lot of them even come with like like uh, weapons and things like that yeah like different you can like literally change like their hands to like hold things or like different gestures like right. peace signs right and change you can change their whole face plate maybe now they're smiling yeah. and now they're like neutral whatever like yeah yeah and like model kits they're fully functional and, and you have to build it you have to put an effort yeah and i mean like from an outside perspective yeah, they're probably seen as just toys because, you know, they're just plastic figures. Mm -hmm. No different than, like, Barbie. Mm -hmm. um, but to a collector, they have this value to them mm -hmm. that's like, no, you're not supposed to play with them. Mm -hmm. You're just supposed to keep them. To look at them. It's like the, the first Lego movie. I know you had thoughts about the first oh, Lego movie yeah. since the whole idea is that it's a child wanting to play with like his dad's lego city set yeah. but his dad like wants it to be perfect and like following the booklet and all that stuff yeah so i think it's just your intent with it yeah yeah it, and i mean if you want to spend 80 bucks on a you know action figure figma then you know play with it to all your heart's content yeah do whatever you want with it yeah. <laughs> and oh yeah with model kits the thing is that like they do just look like toys and you know they things do. like that. But honestly, <laughs> fragile. They don't. Yeah, they <laughs> They're don't fragile. stay together don't very wanna, well. <laughs> you don't want to play with that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like Lego. I think Lego is actually the perfect example. It of is, that yeah. Because like, they are toys. Legos Lego, are toys. Legos are toys. Yeah. But like, but that three hundred dollar piano that yeah. he has is a toy. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, like with with firefighter sets. You know, on what it is really just depends on who owns it. Mm -hmm. Because like, a uh, eight year old is gonna put it together and play around with it, maybe crash it into stuff. Mm -hmm. But a collector is just gonna have it mm -hmm. stand still and have it posed and things like that. Yeah, I think a lot of things would be could be considered toys if you just put your mind to it. Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of things that are collectibles i guess is what i should say i think a lot of collectibles are toys, are toys. and a lot of toys are collectibles yep definitely yeah. that's definitely <laughs> it because i mean there are even people who like collect not to like i know i'm using like quotation marks like but it's mostly like whatever but like people who collect like vintage mcdonald toys like i yeah. mean like yeah you can collect those and now they're cool because it's vintage yeah you know but i mean literally somebody got that for free in their happy meal so <laughs> That's a toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess, think that's it for, for today. Yeah, I guess just in closing, um, anime figures. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> they're cool. I wish I, I want more. I'm excited to look at more in the future whenever okay. I go to conventions. I think, yeah, I think it'd be cool. I don't know what I want. I would also be going into it just shopping around and not knowing what I want whenever I go into it. but It can be a little overwhelming. Oh, definitely. It's already overwhelming. That's why I don't look at that stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Konichi Ha here on the Last Choice Network. 
Um, yeah, you can find us anywhere where you listen to the podcast. And you know what? Maybe one of these days we will actually work on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all for now. Thank you. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs>